Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, the 8th of October, and a good night on Wall Street once again. Dow Jones up 531 points, 1.9%. And our market, having had a 75-point rise yesterday, which was at odds with what the futures were suggesting, they were down 17, you might have expected some reversal today, but it's not to be. There is quite a momentum behind the market. We are up 66 points today, up 1.1%. And things are flying along a little bit. Some of the excuses, quick stock points, are a JP Morgan upgrade to BHP and Rio in the UK, and they were up 28 and 2.67% in the US last night, and they're up 23 and 1.7% this morning. FOMC minutes hinting at more stimulus needed, and some partial backflip from Trump on stimulus. I think the stimulus issue is going to be actually quite positive. In the end, it's going to probably have happen post-election, but the market's clearly sensitive to it. The central bank in the US wants it to happen, says it needs to happen, and it almost certainly, once we get a clear election decision, will happen. Anyway, other things flying along today are buy now, pay later stocks. We've got Zip up 8.6%, Sezzle up 7.8% on quarterly results. Sezzle has seen merchant sales up 231%, split it, another pay now, sorry, buy now, pay later stock saw quarterly sales up 214%. So buy now, pay later going. And we do see, I'll come to this in a minute, but we are having a risk on rally at the moment. So technology stocks doing rather well at the moment. We've got zero, which we added to recently up 3.2% today. WiseTech up 3.3%. Altium up 3.2%. The wax stocks are on the move again. We are going risk on. Also today, CSL with a government deal to produce 51 million doses of vaccine and there's various other vaccine optimism hanging around including a much criticized Trump video in which he pushes the use of drugs which haven't been approved yet and then we've got this wealth management platforms sector going gangbusters as well net wealth which Chris told me to buy the other day and I didn't has seen inflows of 25.4% in the last quarter and that's taken net wealth up 6.1% and fellow wealth management stock hub is up 4%. Anyway, you can see what's happening. Every story is suddenly causing a share price rise. We've gone glass half full. Our market beginning to throw a bit of caution to the wind. The VIX volatility index, which has been holding up quite significantly running into the election, is now coming off again, down 5% overnight. And that brings me to the main point of the strategy piece today, which I see Credit Suisse writing about it as well. They talk about a democratic sweep dominating the markets and we are or we have discussed the very same thing over the last couple of days. I mentioned it yesterday but we are getting increasingly concerned that if we aren't fully invested we're going to get left behind by a risk on election rally as a blue wave which is Democrats or a Biden Democrat win. The concept or the thought that they are going to wash across America, win the election, and take a lot of uncertainty and volatility out of the market. You can see the economic optimism returning in the bond market. I've got a chart of the 10-year bond market over the last two or three days whilst the market's been rallying. The 10-year bond yield's been going up again. That's a sign of economic optimism. It's a barometer of economic optimism. Have a look at the chart in the strategy piece. That's on the rise. And all in all, it seems that market risk seems to be 
improving or reducing in the short term and the market is lifting off the bottom of the short term sorry the sideways trading range it's been stuck in for months now and it does seem the chances of a precipitous down leg are much reduced the biggest risk is this winter wave and that doesn't seem to be upsetting the markets at all presumably on some vaccine optimism which is around again overnight so why would the democrats winning the election help the market why would the market go risk on well i've listed the reasons today certainty is the main one in the short term it doesn't matter which party is winning the further the democrats get ahead the more certainty it injects the election outcome whoever wins as long as it's known is going to help the market because it reduces uncertainty it's not pivotal to the longer term direction of the market but in the short term clear the market is getting it into its head that we're going to get a clear democrat victory and it's beginning to rally on the back of that i think also without trying to be political uh, there would be a no trump relief rally a democrat win would bring an end to what has you have to admit been a turbulent period for the u.s identity u.s politics u.s political integrity u.s foreign policy u.s international relations u.s central bank relations it's been a volatile and uncertain four years for u.s policy whereas we've put up with a monthly decision from the fomc we have had to put up with momentary whimsical decisions from the president delivered through social media and that has created enormous amount of uncertainty and volatility if that element of policy was removed we're going to get more economic certainty business and consumer confidence is going to improve and that means spending decisions and that's really what the core of the economy is it is consumers and businesses having the confidence to make spending decisions and without the volatility and unpredictably of Trump and the whims of his social media communications confidence is going to improve and it will help the economy we also will have some policy stability if you imagine that Trump has gone head to head with the central bank bullied them if he is gone then the FOMC is going to breathe a sigh of relief and be able to get on with business as usual and start to work with the government again so you'll have policy in unison without having to combat unpredictable hostility from the president so policy without White House interference is going to be a positive to the economy and market sentiment perhaps one of the major positives for the market is this at the moment quite benign issue but if you think about it it's been a long four years worrying about the damage inflicted on the global economic growth trajectory by trade uncertainty particularly with China Trump took us into or took the US into a period of protectionism it's been a relentless negative for the markets and that will potentially stabilize and although Biden might be saying he'll be tough on China as a hedge on losing votes by not being is unlike not he but the Democrats I think we're going to be dealing with a machine rather than Biden with a government rather than a personality and it's going to be a lot more stable on the trade front uh, without Trump and that in particular is likely to lead as I spoke yesterday to a rally in China related stocks we've all been negative on China related stocks some of them have formed terribly just have a look at the A2 milk chart which might be an industry thing as well as just a China sentiment thing but 
there's likely to be a China stock sentiment improvement on the back of a Democrat win in the election. And then stimulus has been a big issue in the market over the last few weeks and this dysfunctional negotiation, which looks like it's now on hold till after the election. The truth is, if there is a clear Democratic majority post-election, the US can expect a new and possibly larger stimulus package than we would get before the election. And it's likely to arrive quickly and it may even be bigger. And it clearly is a market driver. You've had Jerome Powell overnight saying they need stimulus, otherwise it's going to be a slow recovery. So a clear election result could end this dysfunctional negotiation and replace it with action. So that could be a positive. So you can see we are trying to nut out what might be behind the recent strength in the market. And I think there's a real possibility that we see a market rally, the more likely the Democrats or the blue wave victory appears. And it is seemingly getting more likely. If you look at the comments under Trump postings these days, they show an absence of the Trump army. It seems he has lost a lot of people. It's very negative. So a change of government seems to be positive for the market because of the certainty it brings. So we are making some changes to the portfolios today, which is more a function of trying to make sure that we're not holding too much cash as this anticipated rally gets going. We're just adding small holdings in growth and income. You can have a look at what changes they are in the strategy piece today as we just inch towards being fully invested. For the ETF portfolio, it's already fully invested. It's doing very nicely. Thank you very much. And in particular, benefiting our performance of the US market and the US technology sector as well. Right, that's about that. Uh, You get the message today. This election result really could, or looks like it could, kick off a rally. How long that lasts, I don't know. That will depend, I I assume, on uh, vaccine and management of the virus in Europe in particular, whether they see lockdowns and, of course, in Australia. We're playing some Australian domestic recovery stocks rather than global recovery stocks at the moment, and that's going rather well. Of course, all this is subject to change every day as we discuss everything every day. Uh, Now, meanwhile, I have put in the strategy piece today some budget beneficiaries. We've sort of distilled some of the commentary from a number of brokers on which stocks benefit from the budget, which seems to have been generally, as expected, positive. And the beneficiaries seem to be in housing, building materials, construction, infrastructure. You'll see a list of all the affected stocks there. Jobs, so SEEK is on the list. It's already flying along. There are a few stocks that benefit out of tax reform, which means more money in consumers' pockets, and they include motor industry and stocks like Harvey Norman, JB Hi-Fi, Wes Farmers. And some REITs are expected to do better as well, particularly those exposed to residential and industrial. Have a look at the list in strategies. Finally, technical observations. We have almost no sell signals after the recent rally and a lot of buy signals. So there are quite a lot of charts in there today. Again, I would ask you try and pick out the stocks that are having buy signals in a downtrend and those that are having buy signals in an uptrend. There is a difference, but there are probably some ideas in that chunk of charts today. One of the ones which looks particularly interesting from a trading point of view is QBE. It's a very clear buy signal. It's just come down from $11 to $9. And this is one stock that benefits significantly out of a rise in interest rates. And as I said earlier, the US 10-year bond yields on the rise a little bit. You can't imagine a significant rise in US bond yields, but QBE has a lot of money stuck in the US bond market. Higher yields mean earnings upgrades. It 
tends to follow the bond yields in the short term. Had a buy signal, one for the traders. The other one that I thought was quite interesting in there was mineral resources, which is iron ore. There have been buy signals recently on Fortescue as well. That might be worth a look. That's down from 30 bucks to 25 bucks. Right, that's about it for today. Lots going on today. Market jumping, worried about getting left behind. That's the story for the day. Could change tomorrow. Market up 57 as I leave you with the Dow futures up 20 on the right side of the ledger. Look out for our On the Couch podcast today. You'll find that in Henry's take. He has interviewed the fund managers of the Elliston Capital Australian Microcap Fund. Their last monthly report highlighted two stocks, Money 3 and Big Tin Cam, which has made an acquisition today. Have a listen to that. You have a good day. I'll speak to you tomorrow. (laughs) 